Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Ariel. And this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down each episode from the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about the pilot, Class of Beverly Hills. Brendan, Brendan. Brandon and Brenda Walsh begin their sophomore year at West Beverly Hills High and experience culture shock when they become exposed to the glamour, wealth, and privilege that their new classmates possess. Following a romantic date, Brandon accidentally spreads a rumor about him sleeping with a notorious party girl. Brenda uses a fake ID to get into a nightclub and passes herself off as a college student when she begins dating a young lawyer. Two freshman students named David and Scott attempt to navigate their way through the social scene at school. This is a long pilot. <laughs> there is a lot to unpack in this intro. Too, too much. Okay, so first of all, we have to talk about the fact that Brenda has not picked out a first day of school outfit. Yeah, it, only, it almost seems like they literally moved in the house, and then surprise, it's the first day of school. I know, like, I... Granted, I did not have to pick out an outfit. We wore uniforms. But if I had, I guarantee you that I would have had at least three outfits set out and ready to go. I wouldn't be kicking boxes around. Well, that and honestly, I mean, if you think about when you move somewhere, the first thing I would do, especially if I knew my school was starting the very next day, is I'd put up my clothes. They don't even unpack the boxes. They just throw them on the ground. Yeah. What if it's all wrinkled? Yeah. Then she's just going to look even poorer. Yeah, I mean, if she's so obsessed with the fame and the luxurious, like, world of Beverly Hills, she's that's got to be your top priority, but clearly it's not. And she didn't ask mom to take her shopping. Ooh. Like, I'm already seeing, I do want to go ahead and point out, this episode was written by a man, and I can already tell. Darren Starr, the creator, right? Yes. Yeah. He's going to write a lot of these, just, just spoiler alert there. He's going to write a lot, but uh, yeah, it is strange that he's kind of tackling that female mentality in the very first scene he talks about a lot of female mentality despite being a man like the more i'm thinking about it he did that he mm -hmm. wrote the whole marianne thing he wrote uh you know everything with kelly i don't know maybe maybe there's more to darren star than i thought there was maybe i mean he's really trying to get in that female mind i mean he's got the shaming the body shaming right off the bat i know he's got the, the vanity. shaming yeah the vanity Marianne being the party girl that doesn't want to be the party girl. Heavy stuff. I wonder if Darren Starr has a daughter. He that at least has to have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. Didn't he also create Sex in the City? He did. Yeah. And Younger. So there you go. Which Younger is a great show, by the way. That's I haven't actually seen that, but I have sidebar. seen a lot of Sex in the City. Yeah. And it's interesting because all three of those, they kind of tackle different groups of people. I mean, Sex in the City was what? 1996 i don't know i'm not gonna make that up that's gonna be totally wrong but yeah. yeah as he's getting older he's tackling yeah it's like he goes teens then he goes like what mid 20s to 30s younger is a wild mix it's a 40 year old tr pretending to be 27 i've never seen it i'll have to trust you yeah it's that. really good it's really good but yeah i think they tackle a lot of weird issues being a man trying to tackle female issues and weirdly i think he does brandon a terrible disservice but we'll get into that that's something we got to talk about when we get to brandon yeah i mean the fact that he comments on her personality so much is kind of weird even for a brother but also just for a guy in general i know no brandon is something <laughs> okay 
So she picks out her outfit. Mm -hmm. They go to school. And the first thing that they see is two planes flying (laughs) over. But wait, back up. They have valet. I did miss the valet. Valet. Who who runs the valet? Is it students? Who thought it was worth putting three minutes of valet of like... (laughs) Students pulling up in Corvettes and Ferraris and Porsches and who is it? The science teacher pulling up in a VW van. Yeah. And he's like this like schlub of a man. He's like dirty, greasy, like already. It's it's like, you know, 730, 8 o'clock in the morning and he's already looking like it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, they have to have school really late in the morning. I feel mm-hmm. like they spend a lot of time at home and like going through their outfits and that just did not happen with me. Yeah, same. I mean, I always had activities. Now, granted... Brandon and Brenda wouldn't have activities the first day of school, but still. But they have a party the first day of school. That's true. That's very true. They have a party. Because school starts on a Friday. Yeah, we have to assume that because no, it's it, already this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, school starts on a Friday. The very first thing that happens is a party. Mm-hmm. No freshman. Mm-hmm. No fresh oh, man. No fresh man. So yeah, the one plane comes across. The one plane has the little tail, the skywriting tail, across the end of it that says party this weekend. Here comes another plane. Plane number two. No fresh man. Just one. Which, you have to think about this. Like, if that plane is flying over Beverly Hills, there's going to be a ton of people seeing that and being like, I should go to that party. Yeah, surely like, you didn't just fly the plane only over the high school. It's not even possible. Like, there is no way that this party was not going to turn into some massive kegger riot. (laughs) I'm just envisioning, like, a frat party where you've got, like, the fences outside with the trash bags on them. Yeah. That's what this would turn into. Like, what is, um, uh, is it 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh, yes. Where they throw the flyers? Yes. That is exactly what was about to happen. That's a good call. Yeah. Good reference. I know. And so, okay, and yeah, immediately Brenda, well, okay, good on Brenda for immediately making friends. Yeah. Because being a girl in a super, like, Mean Girls-esque type environment, that Mm. would be really hard to make friends instantly, especially one as popular as Kelly. Yeah, no, that's actually a really interesting role reversal that Brandon does not make friends that first day until he gets to the party later. Mm -hmm. But, like, Brenda walks into science class and the very first thing that happens is she sits down to what is presumably going to be her best friend for the rest of the show. Right. And I mean, obviously, it's a television show, so it's going to make it that easy. But usually in a typical scenario, what likely would have happened is that she meets Kelly, sits with her in chemistry. They don't really talk Mm -hmm. and then they never see each other again or they might see each other in the halls occasionally. And they yeah, they see each other in chemistry and that's it. Yeah. They don't turn into best friends. Although I will say it's probably worth pointing out that the only reason that Kelly had her sit down was because she didn't want to sit next to someone who was knowingly, knowably unpopular. Yeah. Which is just a whole separate issue that they never address ever again. Like that girl is just gone. She was only hired as an extra to be fat, unpopular girl. And that's something and i know there's like hollywood and like you take the roles that you can get but i don't know that i would want that role i would have a really hard time showing up to casting calls for extras and then be like all right you're gonna be a schlubby girl and your purpose is to pointedly not get sat next to (laughs) pointedly everyone does not like you so you might smell weird (laughs) we're not gonna talk about it So yeah, they become best friends, and uh, and and let's also keep in mind that Kelly, as a sixteen-year-old, has gotten a nose job. 
I know. When she like just turns, I love that part when like she drives up past Steve and he's like, oh, what'd you do this summer? And she just turns like, oh, don't you notice? If they dated, he would notice. Oh, yeah. Oh, or maybe he's like, is, is it negging if he's like not noticing things on purpose? Possibly. Like maybe he's like, oh, she got a nose job, but I'm going to pretend that I don't notice because I want her to want me. Well, I want and that's. Her to- need to talk to me yeah i mean because clearly they both say to different people oh i broke up with them yeah so yeah i totally think steve would be the kind of guy it's it's pretty apparent that steve is the kind of guy that would purposely not notice something to get more attention on him oh yeah (laughs) for sure yeah so that's worth pointing out that like all we know about steve at the beginning is that he and kelly broke up like that's That's the only purpose that he has served so far is when she drives up, she points out the nose job to him. And then when they get to the party, Brandon shows up by himself, which I think is a bold move that I would not have made. And then he just runs into Steve and Steve starts talking about Kelly again. Yeah, he didn't make a friend the entire day of school. (laughs) He still shows up to the party. (laughs) And when he shows up, here's Steve. Hey, buddy. I mean, good on Brandon. Yeah, I will give him that. I guess the Walsh twins are good at making friends-ish. They're very outgoing. Yeah. Which I, I was not at 16. I know, right? Like, I have anxiety watching this being like, you're going to a party on your first day? With everyone you don't know. You don't even... I guess he can presume that Brenda was also going, but they didn't go together. That was the thing, is she didn't invite him to drive with them. She did, though. Okay, apparently she did. Ah, we've been fact-checked. <laughs> this is but they live fact check with mary yeah <laughs> but they did not go together which if i were brandon i'd probably be which did he deny the invitation she's not fact checking us anymore okay. no 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 she, did. Um, sorry. she asked but did he deny um let's see i wrote brandon is in air quotes not upset that brenda made friends um, <laughs> But yeah, she um, says, you can go to the party with us. And he's like, no, I'm not going with a bunch of girls. I feel like that's the opposite of what you'd want to do. You want to show up with a bunch of hot 16-year-olds and your sister, but like, whatever. But no one else knows that's his sister. Yeah. No one knows him. No one has talked to him yet. I mean, literally, like... Go ahead. I was going to say, two freshmen get in. (laughs) Enter David and Scott. Who serve no purpose yeah i mean honestly and truly it's just simply to get david into the picture because he's going to be a series regular yeah that's it but it's just like yeah he shows up and harasses steve about his mom who's on what's the name of the show hartley house the hartley house which is (laughs) the weirdest thing and i feel like if you went to school in Beverly Hills and likely knew people that had famous parents this whole time, you wouldn't be doing this. Kind of like the whole, like, act like you've been there. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, it's not like you just moved here. Right. You have been here. Yeah. And, and the fact that he's so obsessed with not just Steve, because honestly, like, he probably should be obsessed with Steve It a would make bit. so much more sense if he was obsessed with mm-hmm. Steve. Mm-hmm. But no, it's mom. We got to talk about mom. But yeah, he kicks him to the curb and then cute little Scott. I love Scott. Personally. I have no. I know. 
he's just so sweet and nice. He's truly what probably it feels like to be in high school. Oh, for sure. I mean, he shows up. You can tell they have put so much effort into their outfits to try and look cool mm-hmm. at this party. And they got really nervous and they started just, you know, word vomiting to Steve about his mom. And then they get caught as freshmen. And Scott gets pushed in the pool and he loses no. his hat. His Lakers hat. Poor hat. Wow. We also you- get to meet Marianne. I was going to say, poor Brandon <laughs> meets a guy Thinks he's got a friend, but Steve has to go be a drunk butthole Truth. to Kelly, leaving Brandon alone again. But as he does, he finds his way. <laughs> and then he gets to Marianne, who's by herself. So he's probably thinking, oh, my God, someone else who's by There's themselves. another one. <laughs> someone like me. So he sits down with her to talk. Turns out she's the owner of the house. This is her party. Which, like, let's just talk about the fact that she is sitting by herself on a veranda and some guy shows up and she says, oh, do you want to dance? And there's no music. Like, all of this would seem really weird to me. Totally agree. Like, even if she was hot, I'd be like, what? But maybe it's some kind of commentary on how she wants attention, but not the kind of attention that an entire party would bring, but by one person. Yeah, I suppose she does want a slow dance versus like, did they grind in the 90s? What did they do? Crip walk? <laughs> what was the sexy teenage dance of the 90s? Certainly wasn't the Cupid Shuffle. I don't know if that ever was. <laughs> but yeah, so they keep talking and she eventually, what, she asks him out or something. She writes her number down on his arm in lipstick, which, I mean, her dress must have had pockets. So good on her. Oh, yeah. Pocket but dress. at the same time, there's no way that number is making its way home. No. Like, he's going to roll down his sleeve. Mm-hmm. He's going to smear it. He's going to be driving home. And that shirt is going to rub all over. And it's going to be like, five, 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 smear. <laughs> exactly. Also, did you see the two tennis players in the background <laughs> of the gazebo? Because I did. I mean, <laughs> night tennis. Yeah, but like, in the back of a house? Well, and you have to wonder, like, who sat down and was like, this scene doesn't have enough in it. Right. We need background <laughs> actors. Yeah, this isn't a dynamic enough scene. Let's add some extras. <laughs> I know. There's not enough going on in the foreground. We have to change this. We also get to hear Brandon's theme for the first time. The little soft piano indicating that he's a very, very good boy. I feel like we should dub that the White Knight theme. Ooh, I like it. The yeah. White Knight theme. Because it plays a lot. It's soft. It's slow. It's meaningful. Any teenage girl is going to, it's just going to click in her heart of like, he's there for me. It's not necessarily a panty dropper, (laughs) but it's. Neither is Brandon. No, certainly (laughs) not. Not in this episode with his mullet. Certainly not. Oh my God, the hair. So good. Because Steve has a mullet. Brandon has a mullet. Brenda, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, Scott actually probably has the best hair. His, like, swoopy blonde under that hat. Don't hide that under that hat, Scott. Let it fly. I know, right? This was his moment to just be like, oh, hello. But he just keeps getting freaking bullied the entire time. <laughs> That's all he He gets does. bullied twice in one episode. <laughs> gets his lunch thrown, taken down by a football. I forgot about that. Poor guy. Yeah, really. He's just in there to be like, life's tough. Yeah. High school's hard. High school's so hard. <laughs> David, why don't you see this? Oh my god. The, and I mean, 
I feel like nothing actually happens at this party other than introducing Brandon. I always Mm -hmm. want to call him Brandon. Brandon and Marianne. But at the same time, I really want to point out that someone is filming the entire party. Yeah, there's like a random videographer amongst the past hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pimento cheese ball. Hand tossed sushi flown in straight from Kyoto. That's what I want. Give me that salmon skin roll. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, her whole thing of like, I don't want to throw these parties, but you have clearly thrown thousands of dollars at this party. I mean, I get it. I get the whole point of the whole thing. But at the same time. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, because she made it. Didn't she make it known to Brandon that this was all her parents' thing and wasn't really her? which is also really weird to me that her parents are like, short notice, hey, do you need two prop planes today? (laughs) I think you should throw a party. Let's throw in spell checking. Oh, wait, no, we ran out of money. (laughs) We can't afford that. Fresh man. (laughs) Well, and yeah, to your point about nothing happening, I mean, the only other thing we really see is Steve getting just completely shit-faced. And yeah, having alone, being tumbled home. I also think is really interesting that they have had this whole party and nobody's drinking. Like, yeah. they might be drinking, but they're not drinking. Well, and in teen movies, teen TV shows that I've seen, I mean, it's always, like, solo cup in the hand mm-hmm. or, like, an actual bottle of liquor in the hand or something and just people, like, keg stand or, like, I don't know, just getting trashed. Yeah. And you don't and, really see this. Yeah. He's the only one at this entire party, even though clearly, like, Kelly had three girls in her car. All of them could have been drinking. Truth. Safely. Truth. And I guess, to Darren Stark's credit, he doesn't make Steve drive drunk. Yeah. No, that is a really solid point for Brian Austin Green. David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three name man. Let's put him back to one. He's David. Do we know his his last name at this point? I mean, David I know Silver. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we do. I do, do know it, it, but I don't know if they say it in the show. Yeah. I mean, they do a horrible job of talking about names. It's it's David. We do know David. We know Brandon. Brendan. I did. We know Scott. Did anybody say Scott? Uh, I feel like David had to have said it. Maybe not though. I mean, I don't think he needed to, since that's already his friend. Right. Right. And then yeah. we get Kelly and we get Steve. I didn't catch his name at all in my notes. Yeah. And we get Kelly's friends that we never see again and Donna. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Donna. Poor Tori sad Spelling. Donna. Tori Spelling, the executive producer's daughter. Yeah. But we like, you know, to prove that point, we see all of them show up at the party. Mm-hmm. Kelly says, oh, that's Steve. I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And then Steve harasses her drunkenly and then they're gone. Right. And then it's the same thing. Like. We see Brandon. Brandon talks to Marianne and he's gone. Like, I feel like a lot of this didn't need to happen at this party well, other than Steve getting drunk, I guess. And that contributes to this pilot being so long. So It long. didn't need to be two parts. It really didn't. You know, they should have just made two different episodes. Yeah. Or just cut a ton of this mm-hmm. out. I mean, this whole side story of Steve and then getting drunk and David having to drive him home Without a license, without knowing how to drive. Because he's a baby freshman. Like, none of that needed to happen. No. I mean, I guess the only reason that even happened is just to somehow connect David and Steve. Because there's no connecting points. I mean, literally the only connecting points we've seen between characters. Kelly and Brenda happening to be chemistry partners because Kelly doesn't want to be with the other girl. Brandon, Brandon and Brenda being twins. Right. Then Brandon and Steve having one encounter at the party. And Kelly and Steve 
clearly being exes. Right. But that's it. Like, nobody else has connections. Right. I mean, and literally, the other character that's in this episode, besides the parents, of course, mm-hmm. Andrea Andrea. <laughs> she is introduced. What is it? We don't know. We'll never know. We may know. We won't know. At least not for now. And she's connected to Brandon because his previous school, he was a sports writer. But cl- she's clearly not connected to literally any other character I know, in the show. Nobody else talks to her. Like, she is not in the same stratosphere. And it seems really interesting that they have used this pilot to set up so many different webs of people mm-hmm. that, like, it just feels like a lot. And I don't think it all needed to happen in the first episode. Yeah, I mean, talk about, I, mean, I know pilots are supposed to be setting up exposition, setting up characters for future development, setting up storylines, but they didn't have to do it all. Yeah, <laughs> Donna doesn't do anything in no. this episode. There is no point in having her. Scott sets up that he's a bullied freshman. Poor guy. I know. And like, you care about that. I do. I've never seen any of this show before, so I don't care that Scott has been, you know, football to the lunch tray. Oh, that hurt. That physically hurt me. Poor Scott. <laughs> I'll pick him up. I'll be his friend. Yeah, David doesn't even bat an eye. Stupid David. And like, okay, so this is an interesting thing. So they, David drives Steve home mm-hmm. and I don't know, forgets to put the parking brake on. Because and he's it's a baby like, freshman. And it's like two minutes before the car starts rolling down the driveway because they have to have a conversation. Right. But then the car rolls down the driveway and crashes And he runs because he's a baby freshman and Mm -hmm. that totally makes sense. And then next week, Scott tells him that his hat's in Steve's car. His hat was in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. How did his hat get in Steve's car? There was like that is such a bad plot miss. Yeah. That makes no sense for them to have to go back to Steve's car later. And again, isn't that kind of featuring Scott being bullied again? Yeah, that's it. It's just like, <laughs> God, this person. Yeah, no, he's he's nothing. He's useless. Ugh, I love him. Although I guess the whole thing does point out that Steve was blackout drunk. Yeah, like beyond memory because he doesn't even remember that David was the one that drove him home. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he barely remembers that he didn't drive himself home. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I better see – this sounds terrible. I better see Steve be an alcoholic. They better have set that up for me. <laughs> yeah, that is horrible. <laughs> I know that's so bad. But, like, looking at it from a TV episode, mm-hmm. not like – like, I don't actually want – a teenager to be an alcoholic sure. that's a horrible thing to say about anybody don't drink hugs uh. not drugs <laughs> yeah no we don't want steve to drink but to your point if he as a 16 year old supposedly he's supposed to be getting this blackout drunk but is still fine you know for school on monday things like that he has to, that has to be setting him up for like, why does he drink? Why did he get blackout? Is this a recurring thing? Does he have an issue? Is he around people that yeah. do that? Is he is not? It, is it going to be functioning alcoholic that slowly devolves into he's got a problem and mm-hmm. maybe he might not graduate? Right. Is he destroying personal relationships? Is that why Kelly and Steve broke up? Like, yeah. I feel like there has to be something from that. Or you're just saying like, oh, we need a teen show that's really going to pull him in. So we got to put drinking in it. Yep, and for one episode. And if that yeah. stops, yeah. what else like is it, it going to no be? It makes no sense. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, 
his entire purpose for the rest of this episode is to find out who crashed his car. Yeah, it's like a weird wild goose chase when like he probably didn't. I mean, yeah, he needed to know, but like he has a really uh, celebrity mom. Mm. He could have just gotten it fixed and it's fine. Yeah, I don't think money was going to be an issue for this. And they could have used all of that time that he was on screen developing a relationship with Brandon, developing a friendship. Because they connected them in that one conversation and then never again. Yeah, and I I guess that's a good point. Maybe Steve was blackout drunk and he doesn't remember meeting Brandon. Oh, good point. Mm -hmm. Man, Brandon really is striking out with friends. (laughs) But he has Andrea Andrea and Marianne. And so, what is it, Monday back at school? Mm -hmm. He goes to find Andrea Andrea and asks her for a restaurant recommendation so he can take Marianne out. The supposed party girl. So clearly the lipstick stuck. I, I'm amazed. <laughs> I need the name of that lipstick. Either it didn't stick and he just waited to see her again at school or he called her that weekend to set up something for that week. He didn't wait the three day minimum of the 90s. Ooh. Or ooh, maybe he just memorized it. He I can was... see him being that kind of savant, like, I'm going to memorize this so it never goes away. Or he had no friends to talk to over the weekend and yeah. he had no one to talk to at the party. So he just left and was like. Five 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 oh one two three five 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 oh one two three. This is it. This is it. Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. So okay, they finally go on a date. I guess finally. I guess it's that next weekend, and uh, they yeah, go on this date, and but they start out on a motorcycle ride through the quote unquote hills of Beverly Hills. I guess it seems like it's not there. I have no idea the geography of California. Oh, so me either. I'm gonna need someone to tell me if there are actual hills in Beverly Hills. <laughs> no idea. I know Rodeo Drive. <laughs> That's not hills. Wow. That was live fact check from Mary. That's on the nose. <laughs> but yeah, so they go on this date. They're on a motorcycle. Marianne's motorcycle, because suddenly then you see her take off her helmet and then she's the one driving, which happy International Women's Day and you rock, so, Marianne. Yeah. <laughs> But then you do something dumb and ask him if he wants to drive it. Yeah, he has never ridden a motorcycle, presumably. He has never ridden a motorcycle before. And you pick windy hills to start (laughs) with. And then while he's driving and doing a good job, to his credit, she's just like casually grazing the thigh. Oh, yeah, she's trying to get it. Like, she's trying to get it. This girl, she is a teenage girl. Yeah. They are absolutely teenagers. But he doesn't seem like a teenage boy, a typical teenage boy, because mm-hmm. they go back to her hot tub. And Let's she, take off all of our clothes. My favorite line. My favorite line of the pilot. Let's take off all our clothes. And he denies her. He's like, whoa, I don't want to go too fast. What does he say? Didn't your mom teach you about playing hard to get or something like that? Oh, yeah. Something super lame and not like, don't do that, Brandon. Yeah, no, we're don't like do that. on a roller coaster of you know, female empowerment. Right. Like, she is the one taking charge in this date. She is the one who's driving the motorcycle. She's the one that gives him her number. And then he's just like, whoa, why aren't you playing hard to get with me? Why aren't you being a typical girl? I'm not being a typical boy. Yeah. And then we get the White Knight theme. Oh, of course. Brandon's theme, White Knight. Soft, twinkly. Piano, piano. Piano. You don't have to do what everyone expects you to do, Marianne. You don't have to be that girl. <laughs> Which is just like, oh my gosh, this, you have never met her before. Like, yeah. this is the first time that you have actually spent time with her. And 
like it's good advice but it's also none of his business well yeah it's not his call yeah she can be however she wants to be yeah she don't need no man she's an independent woman yeah clearly her parents are never there (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it is very interesting that like no one's parents are ever around i mean in this episode you don't really get an opportunity to see anybody except for brandon and brenda's parents right but they make a point of like her parents are not around for any Friday. Yeah. I guess because this is the second Friday that we've seen. And I'm like, you know, Kelly's just allowed to go driving out and going to clubs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Steve is going out and getting drunk and like. No consequences. At least none seen. Yeah. Like, there's nobody that he can call when he's drunk. He has Mm -hmm. to have a freshman drive him home. Right. Yeah. There's literally no one. I mean, and maybe he doesn't want to be found or no, or or the other people at the party think, well, if you're seen like this, you you know, we're all going to get in trouble. Yeah. Who knows? But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And Kelly goes to a club randomly, brings Brenda with her. Which she has a fake id already so presumably she has been getting into clubs with donna and unnamed friends right that you never see or named friends that we never see again (laughs) well and when kelly tries to make brenda's fake id it's in pencil (laughs) that she makes just writing over her current id like (laughs) horrible y'all have better resources than that have to you have plenty of money and privilege guarantee you can find a fake id i could have found a fake id and i am not nearly that good i grew up in a bubble so i don't think i could have found a fake id but i could have asked i would have known not to write it in pencil (laughs) (laughs) really they should have just shown up at this club and the guy should have just like stuck his, you know done the like thumb in the mouth thing like rubbed it away and just stared at them yep but no they get to the club and that's the only one that works yeah brenda's the pencil one so they let her in also that bouncer he's been in things Captain Marvel. Most notably as of today. Guardians of the Galaxy. Blood Diamond. And unfortunately, I cannot pronounce his name. Oh, we tried so hard. We tried. It's like, I can't even, do, I don't want to do it injustice. I'm not That's the problem is like, I could try, but I'm going to offend someone, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, we just shouldn't try. But he rips up, doesn't he rip up an ID? Yeah, he rips up Kelly's, which kind of makes me wonder in the 90s, were IDs made of paper? Or was her right. fake made of paper? Well, because you can get a temporary license now that's in paper, but your actual one's like, you can't rip that. Yeah. But anyway, Brenda gets in and doesn't look behind her to make sure her girls didn't get in. She just assumes that everybody ditches her and not mm-hmm. that something went wrong and she should go right back outside. Totally. God, what did people do without cell phones? I mean, clearly this. But right. Yeah, clearly not check to make sure their <laughs> friends are behind them and that their fakes worked. Yeah. And yeah. then we and meet like Jason. We meet Jason. I just I have an issue with like her coming in and being alone and looking like a lost little girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shannon Doherty does not look old. No. And he just comes up to her and starts hitting her up and like maybe it's because we know that she's sixteen. Mm-hmm. But it makes me so uncomfortable. Well, yeah. And to your point, I mean, Shannon Doherty was only 19. She was one of the younger ones. So that's not that far from 16. I mean, I know you mature a lot in in those like later high school years, but truly. She probably still can't get in this club. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
And most notably, when she goes to order something at the bar. Banana daiquiri. <laughs> Give it me your five finest, seconds. Your finest banana daiquiri. They just have bananas behind <laughs> the bar. Like, oh, really? That's our signature drink. Here you go. <laughs> You're in luck. Like, it's like red flag after red flag after red flag. Yeah. Like, he should not be going up and getting all in this girl that clearly looks lost and yep. alone and probably a little bit scared. She's ordering a banana daiquiri, which <laughs> makes me think, like, this girl has never ordered a drink before She's in her life. She's a child. <laughs> her entire sorority house moved from <laughs> Minnesota. All of them. All Every of single them. one of them decided, hey, let's move our chapter to Beverly Hills. No one will ever think this is weird. I know. Like, red flags everywhere. He should have been like, this woman is about to rob me. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she presents red flags, but so does he. He's got the whole, a promise I don't bite. Ugh. I'm a good guy. It's so gross. It's so gross. But she also does present those, like, weird, naive red flags. Well, and then he wants to take her home, mm-hmm. which he does. And to her credit, you know, she stops everything yep. and they don't go too far, which I was really worried about. Because... Well, and she says no and he listens. Yeah. Like, he's fine with it. Which, I mean, kind of blows my mind because, yeah, like, he bought her drinks. He drove her home. They've had some weird conversation but apparently it was good enough like being so early in the 90s this could have gone a completely different way and because this is supposed to be this like teen drama that goes there i was very nervous well it kind of follows that same thing for from the rest of the pilot i mean the fact that they actually make a responsible decision to take steve home and not make him drive drunk Mm -hmm. that's that's good right there. And now they're showing what consent looks like and yeah. not taking it that extra step. Yeah. So I'm sure the show is going to get there. In fact, I know it gets to some kind of shape. I mean, it places. has to. It is 10 seasons. There's no way it's not going to. But I'm at least encouraged by the fact that they're taking some of the right steps to show, hey, you can still be a teenager, have a good time, but you can be responsible and you can have people around you who are also responsible. Yeah, because like, you know, after she says no and they, you know, approach this like no means no, I think you should drive me home. He does drive her home. He's not like, oh, you're going to call a cab in the middle of the night. Like he does drive her to where she tells him. I am pretty amazed that that wasn't another red flag that she was like, oh, just drop me off at church. (laughs) I need to go to church after this. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, she's like, oh, my chapter house is right around the corner. Like, I don't know. I wasn't in a sorority, so maybe I'm missing something. But Me neither. I can't like, offer an opinion on that. Yeah, the, I'm lost here. <laughs> I was a band kid, so that's that's where I go. Yeah, um, okay. But so I guess then it's a question of like, how did she get home after that? Yeah, you would have to think there was a payphone around and she called Brandon or a cab. A cab? No, she gets a cab. She gets she a cab. She gets a cab, okay. Yeah, so she does find a payphone or maybe she goes to the church and somebody's there and has to call. Oh my god. But yeah, she does get a cab. I do remember that. She gets a cab and she gets home safely. Yeah. Okay. But it has to be late. It has to be late, which is kind of amazing that she calls Kelly at 6 a.m. Which her mom thinks is the middle of the night. I I'm fascinated I by Kelly's died. mom. I cannot wait for more Kelly's mom. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised that there's somebody. First of all, this is the first time we've seen a parent that's not the Walshes. I know. And the Walshes, I feel like you kind of got to separate because they're they're the Minnesotans. Yes. They're not Beverly Hills. They're middle they're class. different. Upper middle class coming to the top, top class. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, Kelly's mom, man. 
gotta see it's more the of her. middle of the night and then she makes her hang up the phone even though it's already done like they're it's not gonna ring anymore right. she's not making a lot of noise there's Do not you gonna be sleep right sound. outside her door right yeah she's that was a weird moment but clearly something we're gonna see more of because we have to i am i'm there for it like any woman that thinks 6 a.m is the middle of the night and lets her 16 year old get a nose job (laughs) yeah i want to hear more about (laughs) okay totally fair she's like cut it seems like she's a little bit negligible or negligent negligent with kelly enough to also foot the bill i'm assuming for a nose job but then comes back and gets mad at kelly for waking her up at six o'clock in the morning (laughs) who is this woman i mean it is a saturday and if my kids were waking me up at six o'clock in the morning because their friends were calling Mm -hmm. i'd be a little mad too i will agree with that but i guess uh, i guess my parents were probably up around then or at least like not in the mindset that they were dead asleep i mean my dad definitely was my mom wouldn't have been but i also remember like being on you know, instant messenger and being like, okay, I'm going to call you and being ready to pick up the phone the second it started ringing because I definitely accepted calls at all hours of the night. Oh, yeah. I I used to fall asleep to people on the phone. I know. (laughs) So fun. I'm so glad that wasn't just me. Oh, God, no. Me and my best friend, like, we'd be like, well, first of all, another thing I would do, I don't know if you did this, but when a song would come on the radio, I would put the phone to the radio and, like, (laughs) listen to it with my friend on the phone at the same time. It was a weird thing. I, I don't think we did that. I did. <laughs> yeah, have... I, I'm not surprised you didn't do that. <laughs> well, but no, I did have a friend that would call me and it must have been on Sunday night because I remember we would watch like The Simpsons and um, Family Guy back when it was funny mm-hmm. and like everything else. And we'd be on the phone for like three hours just watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. It was a boy. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Oh, well, yeah. The only <laughs> that might have friend... made a difference. The only guy friend that would do that with me was one who was obsessed with me and would do anything that I wanted. So, yeah, we fell asleep on the phone a few times. I never woke up in the middle of the night, though, at 6 a.m. and said, (laughs) you still there? The phone was always off. So that's good. Yeah. No, I don't think we ever fell asleep talking to each other, but we would just, like, literally had nothing to talk about. Like, I have a – like – I had a horrible crush on him. I was just Ooh. like, oh, my God, he wants to watch the, the Simpsons with me. And then I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> and then it'd be like three hours later. I'd be like, all right, well, that was really fun watching Sunday TV with you. I'll like, see you at school tomorrow. You're just sitting there in silence, but like Simpsons is on in the background. Yeah, it would okay, be like silence, silence, silence. Ha, 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 ha. Silence, silence, silence. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Silence. I hate this commercial. Like, <laughs> nothing. It was so bad. Oh, High school God. was brutal. I'm so glad no one filmed it any of that oh, me too yeah thank god no one came with a camera to my party <laughs> oh my god oh so god and then kelly gives the worst advice where she's like well obviously you have to see jason again he was so mm-hmm. cool yeah i mean it's the whole guise of being an older person and mm. being in high school and teenagers just think they know so much totally yeah and and you're right kelly gives horrible advice doesn't help any situation. No, there, it, there couldn't be a situation where it's like, okay, yeah, you need definitely need to see this guy again. I know. I mean, yeah, the fact that he didn't, you know, sleep with her. The, he was okay with not sleeping with her on the first mm. date. Cool, good guy. But yeah. That's about it. That's all she knew about him. Well, and he's so old. So old. Like, he's I'm, like what twenty five? He's 
in law school or out of law school? Out of law school. So he's at least 25. Yeah, because he's young lawyer Jason. Oh, so that's even more gross that he's nearly 10 years older than like I think that's what gets me is like if someone that age is interested in someone Brenda's age Mm -hmm. like he doesn't know how old she is but she's not acting no the way you would think a college person would act so you mean on a second date when they go to dinner with folks (laughs) you're not supposed to say your major's astronomy The friends have no issue with it. They're just like, what's a black hole, Brenda? I don't know. And she says, well, it's a hole in space that's dark. Gosh, stop asking her so many questions. Like, I know astronomy. Red flag. Yeah. (laughs) She's been like, this girl is lying to you. Yeah, they just believe her instantly. They're cool with it. They believe her. Brenda Walsh, astronomy student. Your entire sorority transferred here? (laughs) What sorority are you in? And she's got nothing. Nothing. I don't even think she answers. Yeah, I don't remember her doing it. I think... I'm not focused on it. My head's in the stars. (laughs) God. And she lies to her parents about going to McDonald's dressed like that. She's like in a a little black dress. I know. I didn't own anything like that when I was that age. Heck no. I had a prom dress, maybe. One can wear that to McDonald's or a date. But. I know. If if you showed up to a date with an adult <laughs> male in a prom dress, oh my God. He'd probably still be like, you look so beautiful. Where'd you get that dress? <laughs> Don't worry. I won't take it off later. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And then when he drops her back off and he's, what does he say? Like, it was something about the third day where he was just like, you should spend the night. Oh. Be ready to spend the night. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, uh. Yeah, something like that, like, be ready for the third day. I don't know. Something super also red flaggy, Yeah, but at least which, not. I don't know. It just, like, if he's supposed to be a good guy, like, the first night they meet at the club, so they're not really talking because it's so loud in there. Mm-hmm. And then the second date, they're on a double date where she can't answer any questions. Right. She doesn't know what a black hole is. <laughs> like, she can't name what sorority she is. Mm-hmm. And he's still dropping her off at the church. Yep. Yeah, because he tells her to lie to her house mom and say, oh, like, she's right. gone home for the weekend or something. Brenda's probably thinking house mom. There's <laughs> only like, one kind of mom. What? I'm already lying to my mom. What <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> Did you have a house mom? <laughs> God, and she can't even go home and get on, like, Alta Vista and be like, what oh. is a house mom? Alta Vista. <laughs> that takes me back. Not to 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, back to Brandon, because he does something not so good. He, there's rumors, which is typical of high school. Rumors always get started. Mm -hmm. But the rumor is that he and Marianne did sleep together. Which I also find very interesting that anybody knew they went out on a date. Right. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, like, he doesn't have any friends to talk to. (laughs) Except for maybe Andrea, Andrea, maybe Steve, but Steve probably doesn't remember that they even talked. Yeah, you never see that. Maybe Marianne told people. Maybe she's like, oh, I'm going out with a really nice boy. I can't read that color. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about Spanish class. Oh, yeah, because she that's flowers. so unnecessary. Yeah, you never see the Spanish teacher again. This is like... But she a... sends him flowers in class, right. which is, I don't know, probably the most embarrassing thing that could happen to a teenage boy. Except oh. if it was a candy gram. 
Candy cane grab four for you, Clint Coco. <laughs> and then for Gretchen Wieners, bye. <laughs> if it was something like that, I would want that. But not, first of all, it's a boy. And not just one single rose. Yeah, it's like a dozen roses. <laughs> and a man has to come into the, like, our school would not have allowed that. They no. would have been like, you're an adult, go away. Well, and I think when I got things in school, whether it was like my mom brought my lunch back to me or I forgot homework or something, it would be left at the front office and yeah. you have to go get it. Yeah, like I had a boyfriend that went to another school and he tried to bring me lunch one day and they were like, no, you can't even come into the school. You oh, don't dang. go here. Oh, wow. Yeah, they made him leave. They did leave him, let him drop off whatever it was, probably Wendy's or something. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, he was not allowed to like interact trapes around the school no they were like what are you a public school kid <laughs> hey <laughs> i went to public school i was went perfectly to, fine i went to prissy private school <laughs> they were just like ew no i could have gone to west beverly <laughs> it's a public school <laughs> but yeah so they spread okay yeah so that makes sense so he gets the roses and now rumors fly yeah so now people know and then they're like well if he went out with marianne obviously something happened right because she's a notorious party girl <laughs> eli thinks something what's his name Ooh, Eli Williams. Eli Williams from Boy Meets World. Yeah. The journalism teacher. Friend to Mr. Turner. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they're like running. Yeah, he like runs up next to him in gym class and it's is like, like hey, oh, hey, man. Yeah, bro. You get some. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have the guts to say no. He doesn't yeah. correct anyone. No, he's supposed to be this great white knight that is like, you don't have to do things that other people expect of you. You can just do what you want. And then everyone's like, but you slept with her, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not saying no. No, so Brandon being a very, very good boy is no longer being a very, very good boy. I know. He doesn't get his white knight anymore. Nope, I don't like it. Gone. It's revoked. Yeah, and yeah. I think once, isn't it once Marianne finds out that Brandon's not correcting people, she gets real pissed. I mean, she rightfully so. mad at him, and so does Andrea Andrea. Right. Like, <laughs> everyone is mad at him, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is Darren Starr taking a situation and actually playing it out the kind of right way yeah the no. fact that she would be mad and she's not hiding that she's mad yeah because like i feel like he could easily have had her just not do anything about it like been like mm-hmm. oh well, this is what people always expect of me right. this has happened before why would you be any different but like not like physically push him and right. get like mad at him yeah and she's... then you know he could have done the exact same thing he does on his own and been like but look what brandon did totally yeah in this case he could have made which he does end up making him kind of like save the day but at least he gives marianne the option to be mad and try and say things like you know i want to essentially change the narrative of myself she's Mm -hmm. like i don't want to be this party girl and you're you're helping that you're you're making that happen yeah what's wrong with you well and he she does get that point at the end you know after he goes on the radio station and does his whole thing which is just ridiculous yeah um but it does have this whole thing like it could have easily been her being so glad that he saved her and falling into his arms and being like oh let's go out tonight because it's friday again i think (laughs) it's always friday (laughs) Friday. (laughs) but no she says no i'm gonna stay in and i'm gonna read a book and i'm gonna take my reputation back right and that's something that she does for herself, and I do think that that was really well written. She Taylor Swift the situation. Hell yeah, she gets her reputation back. <laughs> I love it. So ready. <laughs> yeah. So it's Friday again, which means it's time for Brenda's 
third date. Oh, the dreaded third date. The final solo, like, they finally go out to actually have a conversation Mm -hmm. together over dinner. Yeah. And I love it. She's like, you promise you're not going to be shocked when I tell you this? Like, the idea that she thinks this is not going to blow up in her face. I mean, he does say, I'm shockproof. Unless you tell me you're 16. Yeah. Like, totally makes sense that he's just like, excuse me and he gets the check and he leaves i mean he's ready to flip that table i mean i kind of would be yeah totally what and then i would be sitting there like on this drive home being like she ordered a banana daiquiri (laughs) yeah (laughs) fool me once shame on you man but fool me with a banana daiquiri shame on me yeah that ride home had to be Hashtag awkward. Although good on him for driving her home. True. He didn't just leave her at that restaurant. Once again, he could have just left her to get a cab home or something. And again, he is still being a good guy. True. Like he can just throw her out or leave her to her own devices, mm. her own uh, astronomy. She'd follow the North Star home. (laughs) She'd probably think the North Star. Be like, you know, stars get home, (laughs) leave. And again, like as a TV show, it easily could have gone that way. And she could have been stranded at the restaurant and have to call Brandon, Mm -hmm. who white knights his way there. And then they have that touching, you know, moment that she ends up having with her mom when she gets home. True. Which I did like. I think. Yeah. I think mom was a pretty decent mom in this episode. Yeah, I mean, and it's tough. I mean, they literally moved here two weeks ago or three weeks ago at this (laughs) point. Who knows? Yeah. But it's a very short window of time. I mean, there's adjustment for everyone. And yeah, she could have like blown up and. Well, and you can see that mom is kind of worried about her because, you know, like five, like the first day of school, she's going out to a party Mm -hmm. with girls that mom has never met, parents that she doesn't know. She doesn't know where they're going. You know, Brenda's arguing what time she's supposed to be home. Yeah. And, you know, then on Tuesday she shows up like she's supposed to go to a club and wants to go to mcdonald's and then isn't dad like i don't even know where there's a mcdonald's around here yeah dad's suspicious she is clearly lying yeah on tuesday or whatever day it is i mean eventually you think she gets caught but she doesn't i mean she gets caught in a way you know her lie catches up to her yeah mom never is like who was that 26 year old man dropping you off in front of our house because she actually does a good job of keeping it all tight until yeah. she actually has to reveal it because she has to. Yeah. Because she's freaking 16. I know. Drinking banana daiquiris. <laughs> God, and banana daiquiris are so gross. I know. Who drinks that? So then, I mean, with the only really other thing that happens in this pilot is we just find out a little bit more about Andrea Andrea. Oh, yeah. She gets on a bus. Yeah, because Brandon is so stressed about her finding out that he told the truth and didn't actually sleep with Marianne, which, like, part of me kind of hopes that something evolves between Brandon and Andrea Andrea Mm -hmm. because he's so concerned about it. But I also think it could be interesting to have a boy-girl friendship that doesn't go anywhere past that. Romantic, yeah. I mean, Mm. it is interesting that he cares so much so soon. Yeah, because he chases mm-hmm. after her. He literally he, follows the bus. Yeah. he They get on the highway. At that point, I would have just been like, 
we'll tell him Monday. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. I'll just ask her later. Yeah. No, but he follows her all the way to her house, which is far. In Van Nuys. Didn't we Google map it? And it was like. It was like 15 miles, but I feel like 15 miles. In LA. In LA could be anything. Oh my God. It could be anywhere from literally 15 minutes to like two hours, it seems like. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's a bus, so it is mm-hmm. stopping multiple places. It's not taking a direct route. So who knows how long he was following her, just staring at the bus, waiting <laughs> for people to get off. Like, honestly, if I walked up to my house and he was behind me, I would have been like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you what here? What is happening? And the payoff is exactly probably what everyone expected, that yeah. she doesn't live there. She's out of district. She's poor. She's a poor. She's not like the Walshes. I know. She's not middle class. No, she gets her mail forwarded to <laughs> her grandma's. And he's just like, what? You can mail? do that? Who gets mail? You have mail? I'm 16. <laughs> Should I have mail? <laughs> yeah. Where's my mail? <laughs> I order that magazine. <laughs> he just comes up and is like, mom, do I have mail? <laughs> yeah, he just, he leaves completely shell-shocked that he's Andrea Andrea like, gets her mail, mail forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like... It's just, it's very buddy-buddy. Like, she's just like, I'm poor, but nobody can know. Don't tell anyone. And he's just like, your secret's safe with me. (laughs) White And Brandon Brandon. gets his white knight music again. (laughs) And he brings it back. Recurring theme for the entire series. I know. You know it's going to be. I mean, they set him up to be pretty much the main character. Mm. I mean, Brenda too, but... I really, truly think it's going to be built around Brandon. Well, and I think there's going to be a dichotomy between the two. Like, yeah. Brandon is clearly going to be the good kid. Like, right. he might mess up sometimes, but it's going to come back to Brendan is the good kid who's right. going to tell the truth to everyone, and he's going to stand up for the poor and mm-hmm. the slut-shamed. He's going and, to do the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, Brenda doesn't really have anything come back to bite her yet, but, I mean, she's friends with someone who kind of seems like a mean girl right she's you know lying to her parents lying to this guy that she's dating sneaking around failing a chemistry quiz Mm -hmm. when she used to have straight a's right i mean it's kind of set up i hate to say it but it's kind of the show setting it up for brandon to succeed and brenda to fail and i truly think it's just because of the actions in the pilot i mean brandon Mm -hmm. He makes choices himself besides the whole not shutting down a rumor thing, but he actively makes choices that show that he's a good guy at heart, that he his intentions are always good. Mm. And with Branda, she's kind of set up to be this vain, fall into this Beverly Hills culture and probably misstep a few times and eventually that breaks down. Yeah, it kind of seems like she's supposed to be selfish and he's supposed to be selfless. Right. Like, she is doing all of these things because she thinks she loves Jason and he should yep. accept her for what she is. And she's, you know, going to this club with Kelly and getting a fake ID because, you know, that's... That's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. It's part yeah. of the culture. It's part of... To fit in, you got to do exactly as they do. And Brandon's like, I don't need to fit in. Yeah. She's not doing like, but I'm not supposed to do this and we wouldn't have done this in Minnesota and I was raised better than this. Exactly. But Brandon would like I think it's very telling that they made them twins and one's a boy and (laughs) one's a girl and one is the good one and one is the bad one. Well, and I mean, coming as a twin because I (laughs) am one, it's not like that. And I know I can't speak for a boy girl kind of pairing, but Mm. 
It's just not like that. I mean, you're not that different. I mean, even if you're fraternal twins, which I also am, you're not so different from each other that you can't relate or that you're just polar opposites. I mean, I'm pretty opposite from my own sister, but it's not to the point that we almost seem like two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. It's just not. And then it just, uh, the way the episode ends where she goes into Brandon's room and they're just like, are you still a virgin? Oh my God. I would have never talked to my siblings like that. It was the most awkward conversation. I could barely talk to my friends about that right? at 16. No kidding. And of course I was a virgin at 16. Like what, why would you assume otherwise? Who are you going to tell? Don't tell anyone. Well, it's like, it kind of makes sense to ask Brandon, but then yeah. I feel like he asks her too. And it's like, it's but just, why? You don't know about thing. Jason. Right. Like, it's just a weird, weird dynamic between two siblings that are at this vulnerable stage in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, overall, I actually, looking back, I think I like the pilot better than I thought I did. Yeah, now that we've talked about it, like, I think there was a lot in it and they could yeah. have split it up into two episodes. But I guess if you remind yourself, it was the 90s and there was less TV out there. Sure. And Truly, I watch Riverdale. Like, <laughs> I am watching some insane television. Yeah. Like, where I'm things still just here for don't it. happen, and that would never happen. Yeah, I mean, all in all, I'd still probably put this, like, pretty average, but maybe now where I initially thought it was kind of in the C range, mm. I'm actually thinking about giving it a B plus. I think I'll stick with <laughs> the B minus. Yeah? Because I am not really invested in anybody sure. yet. Like, I just, nothing has been proven to me, but I do think that everyone has room for development, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, there's clearly something with Steve. There's clearly a point for Kelly to be there. There's clearly a point for just about everybody to be there except for Donna at this point, but she's Tori Spelling and eventually someone's going to write something for her. They just didn't get to it yet. Right. Like, it almost seems like she was an afterthought. Like, they had you know, pitch the show and Aaron Spelling was all for it and they already had the script and then he was like, oh, by the way, my daughter is this age. Put her in. Yeah, totally. I mean, what else is she going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I would have necessarily done differently except cut it. Mm-hmm. But thinking back on it, I, I mean, the only other thing maybe is like put them together more as a group. Yeah. I think that's that's what I mean about like People are clearly going to have a point at some point, but they don't yet. Yeah. Because they're also separate. Like, right. There's no reason for Steve to be talking to anybody right now. Right. Not even David, who's kind of seeking him out because his mom is famous. Which, if you think about it, would mean he's even less likely to talk to David. Right. Well, and if you think about it, he probably goes to school with other people that have, have equally famous parents. famous parents. Yeah. Like, Why is he not getting to them? Steve probably has friends. Yeah. And we never, we see them when they like rugby push him out of yeah. the party and then never again. But it seems like Kelly He's got just the always alone. In the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly got the friends <laughs> yeah. and he got the freshmen. And he got the. He's got to start over. Yeah. He's got the, the freshmen and the new kids. Yep. Yeah. All in all, I think it was better than I originally thought upon first watch or first mm. rewatch. But yeah, it's a pilot. It's yeah. It's a pilot. Yeah. No. We'll see what happens next. Yep. Next episode, we tackle. Episode 2, The Green Room. This has been Back to West Bev. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us. Five stars, please. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back2Podcast 
or contact us at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com.